I'm probably going to edge it towards Bob from Nobody. So you're edging Bob. Just so jables. Good evening, and welcome to the first inaugural annual Jables' Awards. With your host, Jables. Hello. Our kid. Producer Ben. Hi. And special <laughs> guest star, Tiny Tim. <coughs> He's been a little too, you know. I can put this away now. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Just So Jables Awards as introduced by our host of the night, producer Ben. I'm the host now. You've been co-host, should Bill. I say. Co-host. But you did that intro nicely, considering you're still not well. Yeah, so. yeah that's it now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we've been doing this for nearly a year now. Well, just over a year. Yeah. 19th of May was the first podcast. For cool. Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. Or as you called it last week, I can't remember. Gorilla versus Kong. Gorilla versus Kong. Gorilla versus Kong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, smooth. So what we thought we'd do is we'd have some, we thought of some awards that we can give, mm-hmm. and we're not going to be reviewing a film this week, we're just going to be chatting about some of the films that we've watched overall. Using that as a bit of an overall review yeah, for year. Giving it a few awards, and then afterwards we're going to sit and watch Candyman again, yeah, aren't we? But <laughs> You don't get to hear about that. So. <laughs> no. If you want to hear about that, just go back to the, uh, listen to the review of Candyman. Candyman? Mm. Candyman. Candyman. It's a it's a Saturday night. We've just had a curry. Yeah. We Cat- had the, we had the Jables Awards curry. We the, the meal. The meal. Yeah, before an award show. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be a big after party later as well. Yeah, I'm drunk already. Yeah. <laughs> ben, Ben's going, and we we we're, we're going to treat ourselves some nice whiskey. Yeah. So who's where, how how do we do this? Where do we start? Now we all. We've got a list of nominations in various categories. Yeah. So Ben and I will take it in turns to read the category and the nomination. Okay. And then you can tell us the winner. Okay. And we'll tell you if you're right or not. <laughs> how does that sound? Hmm. I wonder how much my opinion will matter on this, but... Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Okay, do you want to do a little intro to each category, or are you spent... I'm spent, I've done, I've done that. That's already off. All right, then. So the first category is the Visual Treat Award. And that's a film that looks amazing, even if some aspects like the story or the acting don't add up. So here are the nominations. The Suicide Squad, Jungle Cruise, Shang-Chi, Dune, Spider-Man No Way Home, Nightmare Alley, Death on the Nile, and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Hmm. So, late, late entry in there. For uh, Doctor Strange, but I don't think that had enough for me. That what visually? No, that that kind of it was very visual, but it, I'd say actually visually, in a lot of ways, the first Doctor Strange film looked better with mm. the mirror effects and stuff like that. Yeah. I think for me, actually, like looking down that list, there's visually special effects ones that are good on there. Mm-hmm. There's films that I didn't see. Nightmare Alley, so I can't really have an opinion on that. Mm-hmm. But like Death of the Nile, which looked good, but it still looks special effectsy to me. Mm. 
And when you've got like Jungle Cruise, which is a Disney film and looks like Pirates of the Caribbean, there's one that stand the one that stands out big for me in terms of like original visuals and looking actually the one that looks stunning in there is June. I think yeah. that's for me that's quite an easy that's like I haven't seen I haven't concentrated on all the camp for me that seems like quite an easy pick for me. I don't yeah. know about what you guys think. I think yeah. it does. Because it does look like it does look special, doesn't it? Visually, yeah. it's really stunning. But it is like a well-captured world. Mm. It doesn't look like you've got CGI going on in the background. It looks no. like fantastically real, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. I think we've started with an easy one here, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think all the other ones, are, they're all slightly derivative. I mean, the Suicide Squad got, has got its own little look, I guess. Yeah. But for me, all the others... I've seen similar sorts of things before, visually speaking, yeah. like you say with Jungle Cruise. It's, I think it's a great film. Whereas that, oh yeah, we all love something, but yeah. it is Pirates. So everything has got something that you can say, ah, this looks like a continuation of this style. Yeah. And I suppose you could argue that with Dune in a sense, in that it, you know the original Dune film is also kind of sweeping. He, he just wanted to say that so we could yeah. talk about the original Dune yeah. film. Let's face it. Uh, obviously, the bit that left let it down for me, there was no sting in a pair of latex Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, isn't it? It's fine. Yeah. But you've got your poster at home. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some, my, my own sketches that I've done. <laughs> your fat June fan art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't got like fan fiction as well, Ben, have you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a clear winner for from me. I yeah. think the winner of that award is definitely June. Definitely. Yeah. We're all agreeing on that one. Yay! Like you yeah. said, it's an easy start. Yeah. Then. I don't Maybe think... we should have put that at the end. <laughs> should have... We all yeah. make friends again. It should have been the last one, I think. It's going to go horribly wrong after this. Mm. Okay. So, ready to move on? Over to the next category. And over to me. <laughs> Whoever I am. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Most original concept award. <laughs> just so. Big chair, I just. <laughs> What's. Patrick Stewart in the, when he's in the big wheelchair and the motor bus. Yeah. <laughs> that just looks so friendly. It's just like, oh no, why did you say that? Uh, <laughs> go on, on, please. Start this again, Ben, sorry. This is the most original concept award. So, for this one, um, it can have an existing source, so it doesn't have to have come completely from nowhere. It can come from a comic or a game or from show events or whatever. But it is, here we look at a category that's not linked to a major existing franchise. And the nominations are, I'm still, I'm still doing the voice, yeah. Monster Hunter, Nobody, Freaky, Jungle Cruise, Cop Shop, Shop. Malignant, and The Adam Project. Oh, see, it's an interesting list. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be picky about the list. Um, so I'm not going to. <laughs> um, but but no, because you're right. They are all. They are. I guess it's like they're all standalone stories on their own, aren't they? Yeah. Um, even though, like you said, they've got they've got some links to bits, or they have a. They've almost got a. Like some of them, like nobody's got a. I can't think. What's the phrase? Like a. It's not got an actual link, but like it's got a, a sort of perceived like a sister link. film sort of thing. Yeah, not perceived link. What's the what's the word I think? It's like a. Oh, it's going to bug Spiritual me. Spiritual link. Yeah, that is no, it is like yeah. it has. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So like nobody's got like a, a spiritual link to like um, John Wick or something like that, but it isn't. It's like a revenge film. So you know, 
I think looking down that list for me, I know Ben loves Monster Hunter. I do. But it did feel like Resident Evil to me. It felt like an extension of Resident Evil. And nobody, no, to be honest, for me, nobody is in like a close, probably second for me. I did like Freaky, but it felt more of a kind of like a fun film. It's, you know, it's like a silly sort of thing. Jungle Cruise, again, I don't know, it just didn't feel like original. I think original for me in those, and like to I might as well go for all, Cop Shop felt like Assault on Precinct 13. That kind of thing. Adam Project was original, but I thought it wasn't great. It didn't, it was a bit kind of like, the end just kind of like killed it a little bit for me. So I think for me, the most original one there is Malignant. We've seen similar kind of horror stories, but that was, I don't know, it felt, I was watching it all the way through and I didn't, I didn't know what was happening all the way through. And I think maybe I'm, maybe I'm coming in from the wrong point of view, but for me, not knowing what's going to happen and being predictable kind of makes it original for me. So... I think I'd probably give it to Malignant. What about you guys? Uh, I'd, I'd probably agree with you, yeah. Um, I think everything else... I'm not sure I'd necessarily agree with Monster Hunter as a continuation of Resident <laughs> Evil. I don't know why, but I just I like that film. You were really fond of it. It's then. not, yeah. but it just it just feels like it. Like, I, I, I literally think if you'd, have, if, you'd have picked, if you'd have said, like, had some zombies walking around in the background... You just oh, it's this. It wasn't evil, was it? Well, yeah, it's just a bit carry okay. on. Yeah, um, yeah. But everything else, I I can see a, a thread back to something mm-hmm. else. Like, yeah, I mean, nobody. It could be. It's like a well-executed Revenge. Steven Seagal film. Basically. There we go. Okay, there we go. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't argue with that. Well, Steven Seagal might, but uh, he's probably asleep. Yeah, so I think I'd, I'd agree with Malignant. What about yeah, you? I think I'm actually going to really? agree with you as I well. Thought, oh, for I thought you were going to get some reason, Well, I'm, I'm going to move on in a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> for the same reason as you said, out of all of them, it was the one that you couldn't necessarily see from scene to scene where it was yeah. going to go next. And yeah, for that reason, yeah. the originality hit. I, I was really fond of Freaky, though. Yeah. Because I, I know it wasn't an original concept in that it was the merging of two yeah. concepts, but I think that was done in a really original way. Yeah. And it was out of all of those, I'd probably say I enjoyed that one yeah. the most compared to the two of okay. you. Yeah. But I think, yeah, in terms of, of how you framed the, yeah. the question, I think that I would say Malignant oh, as well. So that's how I need to get the yeah. order. So the winner is Malignant because I've spun the question in a way yeah. that, that suits me the best. Yeah, well I just done. need to remember to do that for in the rest of them. That's yeah. <laughs> my style. Excellent. Well, I think somebody needs to pull their finger out. What's the next award well, here? Funny you should say that. <laughs> because the next award is the Pull Your Finger Out Hollywood Award. The most disappointing experience. It's a strange award, isn't it? Being it is. It's a great award. I like yeah. it. Yeah. It's not, we, you know, we said we haven't got a worse film category. It's probably the closest to that. Yeah, but it's not just that. I think for us, we've probably said it a lot of times while we've been doing the podcast, there's been a lot of... Um, actually looking forward to it and really being like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. It's been a lot of ugh. It's probably I most for me, especially. Oh, and me as well. There's so who's up, our kid? Right, well, the nominees are Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah. Free Guy. I'll stop you there. So, you <laughs> <laughs> better carry on. You yeah. better carry on. <laughs> Free Guy. Eternals. Red Notice. The Matrix Resurrections. Uncharted. Morbius. And The Lost City. Mm, well... 
I mean, I've made my thoughts pretty clear on that. I can't see past but the free guy, but that's because of what I thought about. That was very much kind of like... And this is where you get into very subjective stuff. That's what that film felt to me was so disappointing. It was unbelievable. Mm. But like, like a lot of these, there's a lot of honourable mentions that need to go out. I think in terms of... Yeah, maybe it wasn't the most disappointing experience, though. Maybe I need to think of it framed in your way. Yeah. Because actually, Gunpowder Milkshake was awful. And in terms of disappointing from what actually looked like it might be quite decent. Yeah. But saying that, I could literally go for Eternals. I was I was actually really looking to order Eternals. And it wasn't terrible. And like, you know, it wasn't terrible. It was just disappointing. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with Matrix Resurrections being on the, on the short list. No. But then, oh, maybe I should do that. Because it wasn't, again... I nearly fell asleep. Yeah. I think it's tricky though, isn't it? Like, talk, talking through them, there's a fight, there's a balance between what's disappointing and what you thought was not very good. And like, so I suppose you've got to kind of like think, which one was, did I have the highest, are we doing it in terms of, which one did I have the highest hopes for and which was I most disappointed in? Because actually, Free Guy wouldn't be the winner for me. Mm. The one I was probably most looking forward to and all, out of all of those and the ones I, one I was most disappointed about was actually probably Eternals. Mm. So if so, you had to pick one and yeah. say, this is the one that was the pull your finger out Hollywood award. Uh, see then, but the having... Sh- the yeah. should have been better yeah. award. Should have been better, it's, it? it's, it's, it's more <laughs> of what should have been better rather than what's <clears throat> disappointing to me. Should have been better. Ooh, okay. I'm going to say... I haven't even spoke about Uncharted because that was just... It wasn't disappointing. We just saw it all in the trailer. It was just mm. a bit pat. I think I'm going to go... I'm going to stick with Free Guy because it was garbage. Oh, yeah. It's just... Uh, it's, it's more like a dirty protest boat for me, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. I just want it to be known that I don't like it. So it's Free Guy. Yeah. What do you guys well, think? Well, I don't agree with you with Free Guy <laughs> because I think I enjoyed it more than you did. You did. Um because I'm not so close to the subject matter of the film, I suppose, yeah. I don't play games. No. So, it, you know, it all, everything added up fine to me. Mm. Um, out of that list, I mean, obviously, I was disappointed with every single film on that list. Yeah. And I think if I'm going to do an honourable mention first, I think Lost City is one that... You I had the most really, Yeah, yeah I thought it looked so much fun and it was just really bad. Yeah. But I'm going to say Gunpowder Milkshake as the top pinnacle of mm, okay. disappointment because I really wanted to like it and even every time a scene changed in the film I was just thinking please let this be good please let this be fun okay. and it just wasn't it was bad and I, I love every single woman in that film and there wasn't any saving grace in any yeah. of it at all and it just there was nothing in there that made me go well at least no. I think I said when we did the podcast I liked some of the visuals. They looked quite comic booky, yeah. but even on reflection to that, I've seen that sort of thing done a lot better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, my my vote is for Gunpowder Milkshake. So yeah. let's see what Ben's. Okay. Says. Well, let's start with Gunpowder Milkshake. It it is the worst film I've seen in the last year. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily fit the category because I had no expectations of it. Yeah, but Ben, <laughs> what film do you have expectations of apart from June uh, that we've seen? The Lost City. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really wanted to like The Lost City. Um, and I think 
that's probably where I'm going to be on this category. Yeah. But runner of honourable mentions, probably the Matrix Resurrections. Okay. Because I, I just think because of the weight of expectation behind that film and sort of coming up through the era of Matrix being a major thing. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, it was just like, is that the best you can do with this concept? Yeah. It's pretty disappointing. So then, we're all agreed then. Three guys, the worst film. <laughs> yeah. You can see, it's, it's my award. Yeah. <laughs> right, we've got a problem here, haven't we? Yeah. We do have to pick a winner. So we're going to have well, to sit here until we agree. Do you know what yeah. I actually think? It probably... I think we have to... I would probably say then, the winner, this is a weird way to put it, is... Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake is the most disappointing. Okay. But the honourable mentions of Free Guy and Lost City. Okay. How do you feel about that, Ben? Well, I, I don't know if I agree because it, it, what, it it's a relative award, isn't it? It's relative. That's what I was saying award. at the start. So from, but so that's why it's that and that makes it the most personal to you. So actually, there's almost no way we can agree on a. A winner. But we need a winner. Okay. Well, uh, they've given they've given two gold medals to people before. So are we say that gunpowder milkshake was so bad that it transcends the concept of the award. I think maybe it has to be given it. Maybe. It sounds more like free guy in Lost City. Right. Joint okay. level. Okay. Because they were the you you two were most disappointed with those, and um, I was most disappointed with free guy. Okay. So joint winner is Lost City and free guy. Okay. Sounds good. There we go. Well, sounds bad. What, a, what an awfully bad concept for an awfully bad award. <laughs> right there. Has it been up? Come on, Charles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Impudent. <laughs> Next up is the Star Turn Award. Colon. And the, is it nominees or nominations? Nominees if it's people. Okay. Mm. And the nominees are Emily Blunt for Quiet Place 2 and Jungle Cruise. She's been busy this year. Mm. Bob Odenkirk for Nobody. Dwayne Johnson for Jungle Cruise. Alexis Louder. Alexis Louder for Cop Shop. Louder. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet for June, Lady Gaga for House of Gucci, Jared Leto for House of Gucci. <laughs> I stuck that one in. Yeah. And Robert Pattinson for The Batman. Ooh. So this is a tricky one. Mm. This was quite. A, this. It's not. Okay. For, okay. For you, Ben, it's not tricky. For me, it's quite tricky. Because mm. I think it's. Is it best actor? Or is that what we're yeah, saying? Yeah, it's best actor, isn't it, really? Yeah. Or are we... Cut, it's, well, not like, it's not like the most surprising one to us, or the one... Well, like, it can be. It's your awards. It's yeah. whatever you want. I guess yeah. it's the best combination don't of actor the concept. Actor and role, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So can I add an honourable mention into this? Yeah, then, you can. Because um, if it's like the best that we've seen, I'm no really liked and I've never seen them in anything else until we started watching them was, was uh, well there's actually some of them in Watchmen was uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen the second yeah. or two I don't know who was in Candyman yeah obviously one of your fa favourites yeah 
but he was Morpheus in the Matrix, one of your least favourites. But he was also an ambulance as well, which, which is just yeah. which is a bad <laughs> film. I think he's actually quite good in yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, well, that's one that snuck in. I think that's one that I'd have to sneak in there, okay, to be honest. Fine. But whether I'd say he's the best, because Emily Blunt's good, but Emily Blunt's Emily Blunt, and mm. I think she's really good. And, you know, she was good in Jungle Cruise. I like the fact that in Jungle Cruise she can do sort of both bits. In The Quiet Place it's very serious yeah, and everything. But, yeah. you know, she can do the silly stuff. Bob Odenkirk was really good in Nobody. Yeah, he was. Like, because I've never seen Better Call Saul, so I don't know what kind of um, character he is in it. But I've seen him in, I think he said, Girlfriend's, Girlfriend's Day, I think it right. was. Which I really like him in, but it's a totally different kind of role. And this, he's quite a badass. You know, yeah, nobody, isn't he? But like a surprise batter. Yeah, surprise batter. Which runners. I love. I love a surprise batter. Yeah, exactly. The Rock's the Rock, you know. Yeah. He's good. Alexis Loud was, she was good, but I wouldn't necessarily she say she stole the film. Cause it had, I think she did. Because it had Jabba Butler in it. Well, yeah, it did have Jabba. <laughs> That's a very difficult mountain to climb. But I, I think that she really like held her own really well, mm. considering it was like her first movie. Yeah, no, it's true. I think she carried it off. I can't give it to Timothée Chalamet because, it, for me, there's too much depends on the next film. I can't give it to him for June because it really depends what is, happens okay. with his character. That's a strange I know it is. It. It's a very strange way because he's good in it, but... I think he's really good. I think he's really good, but I don't necessarily... But I think there's too much development between the, like, the way the story's mm -hmm. going to go for it for me to kind of go... Okay. Yeah. Obviously, Lady Gaga's good, but I didn't. She was fine. Yeah, I thought she was really good in yeah. it. She was fun, but yeah. yeah. I thought she played the part really well. Jared Leto, no Ben. <laughs> Come on. Even though I know how much you love him. There is the Patterson in Batman, though, but I. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, I won't. I think my honourable mention is obviously I am Lottie. But I think if I was going to pick one of them, actually. Probably give it to Bob Odenkirk for nobody. That's what I'm going to give it. Yeah, because I, I, I just liked how he played it. There was a bit of fun, but there was also a bit of seriousness and a bit of, yeah. Okay. A bit random. It's not, I wouldn't, and by, I'm no mean saying it was the, like the best theatrical cinema performance, but out of those, it was probably my favourite one. I think I, I do kind of agree with you. Actually, yeah. it's it's quite hard because each one I think, oh yeah, I really like that. And then the next one, I'm like, oh yeah, I really yeah. like them too. I would actually disagree with you about Timothy Chalamet. Would you? I think I would because mm. I think that he was really good in that part, and I think that if he hadn't been so good, I don't. I think the film would have collapsed, even though it was visually stunning. I I was so surprised with how good he was mm. in it that I would probably say that he would get my vote. I, I kind of I kind of want to say Pattinson because he was Batman and I love Batman. Well, that's because yeah. So it would be giving she an says, award to Batman. He says flashing of Batman light. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Chalamet. Okay. For yeah, for very different reasons to why you don't. Because okay. I think it's got to stand on the performance in in the film. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Ben. Okay, so maybe it comes down to me. So obviously. Jared Leto was <laughs> astonishing in the house Gucci. 
but I'm fully aware that I'm <laughs> way out on the fringes with that one. Um, and obviously my, my enjoyment of him in that role is very much tongue-in-cheek. Um, but So I, I would say I, I agree with both of you. Um, I, I agree that Timothée Chalamet was, was good in June. Um, and I also agree about Bob Odenkirk in Nobody. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a combination of the the novelty and quirkiness of the film and the unexpected sort of the way the character was played I'm probably going to edge it towards Bob from Nobody so you're edging Bob I was I'm edging Bob <laughs> which is dangerous because you know he's a very dangerous man so. yeah <laughs> um, so yeah Timothy Chalamet I think he, he was very good but I I'll tell you I, what how about this sorry to cut in how about this the Star Turn Award goes to Bob Odenkirk for nobody. Okay. But the best performance Joe goes Hayes to Hayes. Timothy Chalamet okay. from June. How about that? Because I think, I think... I'm happy to just say that Bob okay. Bob wins. I don't, I don't feel anything's being taken away from me. No, I'm not trying to take away because I, I, I actually agree with you as well because maybe I'm being a bit harsh thinking about... like Because I'm, I'm thinking as much about the character than... I am about his performance, so maybe I am being a bit harsh. Let's give it a Bob. Let's give it to Bob. Yeah, Bob just entered it there. Yeah, nice one. right. So <laughs> moving on, then we'll go to the opposite end of the scale, yeah. and we'll look at the Plank of Wood Award for worst performance. The nominees are Vin Diesel for Fast and Furious Nine, Richard Madden for Eternals, Gal Gadot for Red Notice. Keanu Reeves and Carry On, Carry On Moss. Carry on, on Moss. That would have been better. Carry On Moss for Matrix Resurrections, Mark Wahlberg for Uncharted, and Sandra Bullock for The Lost City. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I don't want to spend as much time on this one because it doesn't deserve as much as the last board. No. But in just whipping through them for me, I think. Probably the worst before. Like, you've got beef with Keanu Reeves and Karen Moss and the Matrix Resurrections in general. I actually think they were quite good in Do that. Do you? I just yeah. think they phoned it in a bit. No, I quite liked them in it. I think they they were appropriate for that film and they they mm. played it in the appropriate way for that film. I think it actually makes it work. Being decent and fast is just being decent and fast. I don't mm. think it's any worse than probably anything else. Um, Gal Gadot was bad in Red Notice but she was far from the worst thing in that film no so it's almost like picking a, you know picking on her because I think to be honest Ryan Reynolds was probably just as bad and, mm, okay. and even The Rock in that he's not yeah, they, they it, to be honest show, it's just you being sexist our kid no not really <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, <joking>. yeah <laughs> so I think for me it's between Sandra Bullock and um, uh, Mark Wahlberg and just because of like I haven't really I can't really say why it was probably Mark Wahlberg for me. He was just, he was, he really annoyed. I think, again, trying not to say how much of it was the film that annoyed me, excuse me, but I, you know, it, he wasn't, he was a bad bit in a bad film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm, I can't, maybe I'm like wrong in thinking it's, it's as much, you know, it's as much about the, to be honest, actually, I think I'm, I'm almost talking myself out of it a bit because I don't necessarily think it was him. I think it was his the, the character 
Because he's always out of breath when he does stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he does like 20 press-ups before he films any scenes. Oh. <laughs> hey, kid. How you doing? So, so I probably give it to Simon Bullock for Lost City. Yeah. Because almost in a most disappointing performance. Yeah. Because the film was bad and I don't think she was pretty particularly good and I think in terms of the person that I liked the most that made done the worst was probably Sandra Bullock mm. because I think she could be really good and mm. I think she, her, the range of stuff that she does as well she could do a whole range of things and that was just yeah. just a bit rubbish so and I would have thought that would have been easy money yeah. for her really yeah just doing that well yeah. she could have done on her and head she didn't, and don't did she, know yeah. why she didn't what, what do you guys think then um, shall I go go on this one? Yeah, yeah I hundred percent agree. Yeah, because yeah, I had so much expectation for the Lost City because mm. I thought it was just going to be a film that could slot into the canon of films we just watch repeatedly yeah. a couple of times a year because yeah. it's funny and it rolls along. And it was just rubbish. Um, yeah, Sandra Bullock probably was the worst in it. Yeah. Um, Fell the furthest. Yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark Wahlberg in Uncharted. I think it's because I had less expectation of the yeah. film in general. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I don't really care that he was a bit rubbish in it. Yeah. Because um, the whole thing was a bit rubbish. So, um, yeah, so that's where I am. I'd probably agree, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. What about you, kid? Well, <laughs> well enough, I agree. I think if I was going to add an honourable mention in from the list, Richard Madden in The Eternals. And I know we said with The Eternals, Pretty much everyone was kind of wooden in it because it didn't hang together. Mm. But I've given Eternals a second viewing since we went to see it. Yeah. And he doesn't even interact very well. It feels with Richard Madden that he's just reading his lines. What he says, it doesn't come out of his brain, it just comes out of his mouth. And that performance just doesn't work for me. At Remind all. me who, so Eternals, I, don't, I think don't think I hated that film, did I? It was okay, no, we didn't hate but... it, but it just wasn't very good. Was he the character who was kind of slightly off to the side and wouldn't sit with people or something like that? He was acting a bit aloof or something? No, he was the main... No. No, okay. Who are you thinking of? I don't know. What oh, you're thinking, yeah. you're thinking of the, uh, the Irish guy. He yeah. wasn't great either, but I can't remember his name. So. No. I don't think anyway, he was. That's just me not knowing the names. Of I, yeah. I wonder if I'm, I'm not trying to defend the film or defend his performance. I'm wondering if that is that that kind of like separation was supposed to be part of the performance. Yeah. And, yeah. But if you remember him and Jenna, Gemma Chan's character Cersei, yeah. are supposed to have kind of like been in love yeah. over millennia and stuff. There was nothing. There was nothing no, there. And I know, I know that's not mean. just down to him. No, there wasn't chemistry. But in the rewatch, there was just he just. If you watch him again, just you know, keep an eye on him. If you watch Eternals again, but I, so, I'm totally with you with, yeah. with um, Sandra Bullock for Lost <clears throat> City because yeah, like we said, she's the one who fell the furthest in terms of expectation. So, so we have a clear winner then we for do. us. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. It's a nice I I think that I'm going to have to. <laughs> Think about this as a career. Because like <laughs> you just, yeah, <laughs> projecting. It just goes into this weird mode, right? Despite the fact that I've not been well. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. I've got a slightly tickly throat. Tea reading. <laughs> yeah. Best horror film. So horror is our favourite genre. So it gets its own award. So there. And here are the nominees. Nominations. Quiet Place 2. The Conjuring Colon. 
the devil made me do it. Freaky, Candyman, Malignant, Resident Evil, hyphen, Welcome to Raccoon City, Scream, X, and Firestarter. Quite a long list. Yeah. Yeah, it is a long list. Well, horror is our favourite genre. It is. There's a, there's a couple I can. So, is this all the? This is basically. It's basically all. This is all the horror films we've seen. So we can cut out a couple of them quite easily. Possibly. Like Firestarter, no, definitely not. (laughs) Uh, Resident (laughs) Evil, no. Uh, It was, you know, it was what it was. Uh, Freaky was good, but it felt like it was. It felt like a comedy horror, so you know. And the Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It wasn't scary enough and wasn't good enough. Quiet Place 2, again, I don't necessarily... It's supposed to be horror, but it doesn't feel like horror to me. It's more sci-fi. Especially with that one, the way it was done, it was action sci-fi, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, spot on. But it is very suspenseful, isn't it? It's got those kind of jump scare things in it. So, for me, and again, with Scream, I'd probably put that on not the same list, but it's, you know, it's almost... I don't know, it's, it's like... It's sort of like action horror more than yeah. horror. You know, I know there's so many different genres of horror. Yeah. I think for me it comes down to three. Right. Which are Candyman, Malignant and X. Mm-hmm. Which I actually liked X. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I actually think in terms of, like, it was quite, it was different and quite original. So, but it does, it, it, it's not something I'd kind of sit and watch and think, oh, I must watch that again. Mm-hmm. There's only two of them on there that makes me think that, and that's Candyman and Malignant. Yeah. And I'm finding it very hard to decide between the two, to be honest. Interesting. I know, because I know how much you like Candyman. Should we talk you through our thoughts on that? Yeah, I was, uh, she beat me too. I was going to ask you, you tell me what you think, and then I'll make the case for Malignant, and then... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to jump in with Candyman. Yeah. But a lot of that is emotional, personal affection mm-hmm. for it. If I try and think of... The newer Candyman film, objectively, would I say it was the best horror film that I've seen this year? I think I possibly would. Have you watched it again since? No. No, okay. I do remember watching it, and I do Mm. remember I enjoyed it when we talked it through. Mm. I think I liked most of the stuff about it. I think the things I didn't like visually turned out to be things that you both liked. Yeah. So I think overall, we, we had a positive experience with it. But And I remember saying that that I have to, I've like I said it almost like straight away, I need to watch it again. Yeah. So that's why, I think that's why I'm struggling the most with this one. But yeah, go on, carry on. Yeah, and then with Malignant, do you remember we came out of it and we were just like, I can't work out if, if that was like a proper horror film yeah. or if it was a bit of a kind of parody sort of thing. In ways, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I did really enjoy it, but I... I if I had to choose only one that I could ever watch again, it, out of the two, it would probably be Candyman. I liked X, but it's not one that is crying out for me to see again. There's probably some of the ones that you've sort of written off. Yeah. Um, are ones that I'd watch again before I watched X. So, like Freaky, for yeah. example. I know we said that that's totally. more of a comedy horror. No, I'd, abs- I'd absolutely agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Ben, what do you think? It's got to be malignant. Has it? Yeah, I love a sort of uh, conjoined twin prosthetic. So. Right, I'll tell you what. <laughs> She's giving me the case for Candyman. Give me the case for malignant. Man. Um, I don't know. It's just the, the, the sort of creepiness of it that I quite like. 
And I think we all kind of knew what was coming in that film, and I've kind of just spoiled it anyway. You haven't seen it already. But I think we all knew what was happening. But you didn't really know what was happening. Didn't really know, but we knew that they were actually going to turn around again. Yeah, you didn't know what was happening. Yeah. So it kind of closed off nicely. Candyman, and I know we're, we're actually watching this again tonight. Yeah. I can't remember that much about mm. it, which suggests to me that it didn't really have a lot of impact for me. Uh, it could just be that it's just been a while, but like Malignant just stands out more for me. Right. That's all, really. I think it's more self-contained and it's got more elements that I like. Do you have anything else to add, Arkit? No, I think... I don't know that I can make a case for Candyman mm. particularly because, like I said, it, it's more of an emotional attachment to the Candyman concept, really. Yeah. But I think it did stand up as a film by itself. I think visually it was well done. I think that there was the odd thing that was slightly clumsy, but it worked. I think it would have worked as a standalone horror film. I don't. I don't think it needed the first Candyman film. I think it was better for that link, and it was certainly better than Candyman Two. Yeah, but. Yeah. Well, Judge Jables is going to preside. Okay. And uh, I think I'm going to go stick with Malignant. Are you? Actually, okay. I didn't say stick. Because for, Ben made a very good point there, what he was saying. And it was when he said about it being the creepiest. And I was like, yeah. And I kind of, I think I want that a bit from a horror film. Yeah, that's true. And that's the one that gave me the kind of like, it's the one that gave me the more creepiness kind yeah. of thing. Whereas I think maybe because Candyman, we know what Candyman is. It mm. didn't necessarily have that. Yeah. So, I think Candyman yeah. was a bit shinier, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. got that kind of grubby, kind of Hellraiser quality. Yeah. I was going to say really like. Candyman is almost the better film. Yeah, but it's not necessarily the better horror film yeah. for me. So yeah, agreed. Excellent. Right then, so I will introduce the next. This is basically the Jables award. This is yeah. my award. So the best comic adaptation or superhero franchise film. Are you ready? I'm ready. Black Widow, Major Grom, the Plague Doctor, Shang-Chi, No Time to Die, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Spider-Man, No Way Home, The Batman, Morbius, or Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. So, yeah, obviously I'm not going to completely tear apart every film and bore you with my thoughts on these, but... I, I I was kind of thinking of it in terms of, not best film, but like, almost like, which one surprised me the most? Which one would I kind of think, actually, I'd watch that again. I almost like, which was the most enjoyable film for me, mm. almost. Yeah. I know we've got our differences in Doctor Strange, World of and Madness, and for me, that's right up there. But I think, you know, without talking about all of them, I've seen No Time to Die the most times, and I really like that. But I think I'd probably give it to Shang Chi randomly. Shang-Chi. Yeah, randomly. Okay. Because okay. I that's that's the film that I think about, and I've seen it a couple of times now, and I kind of and I still think oh, I could watch that again because it was probably one of the most fun of the Marvel film. It was probably one of the most fun films that we watched. For me, yeah. I like. I just really enjoyed it. I liked it, and it had it had funny bits. It had action bits. It had some like out of place pathos, but kind of like you know, had Wong in it. Who doesn't love? Well, Andrew, I don't love Wong anymore. <laughs> you we do. Out. We fell out because of Doctor too. You're on a break. So <laughs> you're on a break. You know, it can't be Major Grom for me because 
Yeah. We enjoyed that one. I know you did. <laughs> and it can't be Morbius. See... What about I, the Batman? I was just about to say, the Batman, that I can't... It's weird. For me, it's just like, I know there's better films in there, but for me, that Batman wasn't the best Batman film. Oh, no. So it's hard to... I know I should be like comparing just those ones on that list. And I like the Batman. You know I like the Batman. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a, I, I, I beat down on it, but... You know, I think... Yeah, I, I'm almost thinking of it as the best comic book adaptation. Like, for me, it almost feels like the fun... The, it's almost like the fun award for me. I don't know why, but it's mm-hmm. just how it is in my mind. So, randomly, I'm going to... Yeah, I think I'll give it to Shane Chi. It's not the best film award, so that's why I'm giving it to that, I, I think. Okay. What about yeah, you? I think, yeah, I know, you probably think I'm, I'm way off on it, but... I think you are. Yeah, I know you do, because <laughs> yeah. you want that one, do you? I do, yeah, and that is, it is a little bit biased because of my love for Batman. But I do actually think, out of all of them, it was the superior film. It's the one I've re-watched at the cinema. I've re-watched a couple of the others, like Shang-Chi, Black Widow, on TV. But I just thought the Batman was the most like a comic, and I love reading comics. So I just felt that as an adaptation of a comic that was my favorite i also really enjoyed spider-man and i'm surprised that you didn't have a bit more love for spider-man uh, I was, no way home i'm actually going to come on to that later i'll, I'll, I'll talk Fair i'll talk about that later there's a reason for but it. yeah how much we enjoyed the experience yeah. of seeing that at the picture. well I'll, I'll say now that that when we were talking about favorite films later mm-hmm. i've got that down it's not my favorite film or best film but that, that was my best cinema experience yeah. of, the, of, of the year. Yeah. But I don't think it was the best film. Okay. And I've, I've seen it a couple of times now. I still liked it, but it, it, you know, it took a bit of the shine off the second time. There was bits that I still really liked about it. Yeah. Maybe I need to watch Batman again, because I've only seen it mm-hmm. once. Okay. And I did like it. I, I don't know. This just, I, I, I don't necessarily... This is the weird one. I don't necessarily think I'm right on this. Okay. It's just what, what just pops into my head. The one... Again, for lots of reasons, was yeah. I do. I really like Shang Chi. Yeah, and I've watched that with mum and dad, mm. and they loved it. No, it's it's the sort of thing we'll all watch at mm. Christmas. You know, it's there with Jungle Book, isn't it? It's yeah. one of those, like you said, that will stick on a Jungle Book, Jungle Cruise, <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Cruise that will just you know be in the canon. Mm. Ben, what about you? I'm really surprised by this because I thought James was going to go for Spider Man, and I thought you were going to go for Venom. Mm. Um. Yeah, interesting. I'm going to go for Black Widow. Really? Yeah. Now, is that is it your reward, the best comic book adaptation superhero uh, film, or the one that you hated the least? The one that I hated the least. Right. No. What about Batman? <laughs> oh, name <a> jump. Uh-oh. <laughs> I wandered over into the Marvel universe. <laughs> See, I know things about comic books. Yeah. <laughs> um... On the basis of its, because we've watched that a couple of three times actually after since watched it in the pictures, and it's one that I will go back to and watch without getting too bored, if I can say it. What well, Batman? Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Batman. It just. I don't. I have, maybe I just have to be more in the mood for it. It just always takes itself a bit too seriously. I think Batman. It's very serious stuff. <laughs> I know, and it's DC stuff. <laughs> it's more serious and all that kind of stuff, but. Um, Shang-Chi I do really like but I have to be in the mood 
mm. um, for something a bit more pacey and fun. Black Widow, I just, I like of all those films on any given day, if I had to stick one on, it would be Black Widow. That's, so that's that's the basis of it. I don't know much about how well it is an adaptation yeah. of something because I don't it understand all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'm probably not judging this correctly. I'm just judging it on no. which one I'd probably most like to watch most often. So I think I think I think you're. I, I kind of I see where you're coming. I think like I'm I'm partially in that sort of zone as well because out of those, obviously Major Grom was an original thing, but I didn't think it was very good. Shang Chi was probably one of the most original on there, and the character you haven't seen before. And it was, I think that's probably why it's on there for me, okay. you know. And even though you know, I like really like Doctor Strange and I really like Batman, yeah. I just, you know, it was kind of like it was, it was just the one that I guess it was almost like the it, it, for me, maybe I've treated it wrong. And you've seen it's like the best adaptation, just like that. I've almost seen it as like the, the most original, you know, the most surprisingly original one for me. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, how are we going to battle this out Ooh, then? I don't know. Should we Rochambeau? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going first. No, wait, does that mean... Okay. <laughs> um, Out of the two that you've both said, I'd probably say Shang-Chi. I really, I like Black Widow and I like how low-key it is as a, as a Marvel film. Out of the two that you've both said, I've said Batman. Ah. So out of the two that we'd have said, Ben... So we're saying it's between Shang-Chi and Batman. Batman, yeah. If it was between them. For some reason, you've got the deciding vote. Uh, okay, I'm going to go Batman. You're going to go Batman? Yeah. Batman it is, oh, then. Okay, I'll Batman it is. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, I'm going to draw a love part next. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Father. <laughs> right. Okay, on to the next category. And this is for Best Artwork from the Jables Production Team. Yeah. And the nominations are Freaky with the team as the Freaky cast. Ghosts with Jables asking, Have I been asked? This is the most visual of the awards. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How are we going to put these up? Yeah. <laughs> I have to put a link somewhere to list all these. Put it on a MySpace or something. Um, okay. Gunpowder Milkshake. Literally Gunpowder Milkshake. <laughs> Malignant, the little sort of video game. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. Um, Venom, colon, let there be carnage. What a pair of losers. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, was a good one. Dune, the team as the cast. I like that one, actually. Yeah. Well, obviously, that's because yeah, you're your fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Halloween special, Pinhead at the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> Scream, producer Ben being stalked. And Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with the team as the cast again. So, I, for me, not just on quality, I think the best looking one is the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness one. I think it looked really good. good. I think, I, I really like the, the, the funny one, the, 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 I really like the Venom one. Yeah. For reasons of context, like review, and also, um, like, it just worked really well. But there's also good context in the Doctor Strange. I, I don't know. That yeah. that's for me. That was my. That was the best looking and my favourite one. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. What about I think you? It was for me for, for for ages. It was the freaky one. 
of you as it, me. It was good, as, yeah. As the freaky yeah. cats, because it, it worked really well. But And the Venom one, like you said, with the context, because <laughs> I was really mad at the parents yeah, yeah. not yeah. liking Venom. And that, I think, was the one that got the most likes on Instagram, oh, right. actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed to be very popular. But I think I think you're right. I think the Doctor Strange one, like last week or the yeah. week before, it just had the edge yeah. because of the context of how we talked about yeah. the film. And also our faces look right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it fit in, don't they? Yeah. And even Ben, the background just came together. Yeah. You know, it came together really well. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's probably my vote as well. Ben, what, what do you think? Okay, I, I just need to remind myself of that last one. Okay, so the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'm quite small on that one, so yeah. I'm not sure I can have that as my favourite. <laughs> Wow, so I'm Wong. Ben's vein of So am I Wong in the corner there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're Wong. Yeah, James looks good. You look good. Yeah, I'll go with you on that one. It's good. <laughs> close runner up is the Venom. Yeah. Pair of losers. Cool. Okay, so honourable mention then. Yeah. Okay, Ooh, we're so getting through these, aren't now we? we're moving on to an award that Ben's going to choose first. Yeah. Let's see where we go. Which is Ben's award for the best use of cars. Because Ben picks his favourite car moment every week. So the nominations are Fast and Furious 9, the space-bound Pontiac Fiero. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Cool. (laughs) House of Gucci, literally all the cars in House of Gucci. Ghostbusters Afterlife, Ecto-1. Ambulance. For the (laughs) ambulance. ambulance. Brilliant. And Miss Willoughby and the Haunted Bookshop for the Morris Minor and the Range Rover. Mm, there yeah. we go. So, Ben, you first. Thank you. Yeah. So, I, I feel like it's interesting, been interesting to go back over all the films and think, because I know the car moment's been a thing, and it's not always been easy to pick a car moment in some of the films we've had this year. And I think Car Game has not been great this year in terms of films, I'm going to say. Um, so, some of these might seem a little bit random. Um, so yeah, the, the the Miss Willoughby one, I just like, you know, ever since I've watched that, I've been looking at Range Rovers on auto trailers. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's not like you. I just, I just want one. I've always wanted one. Like, when I was a kid, we had one for about three or four days for some reason that escapes me. Like, I think we rented one for some, something. Yeah. And I was like, this is just amazing. I can't believe they make cars like this. And ever since then, I've always had like in the back of my mind, Thing about Range Rovers. One day, one day. We had a Sierra Sapphire as a rent car once. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously the Morris Minor, just for you know, it's old period charm. I would never want to own one. But we um, had a Morris Minor as well. Yeah. Yeah. Happy days. You learned to drive in a Morris Minor, didn't you? Yeah. Not very well. That explains a few things. (laughs) Not going to lie. Right. So. Obviously, I have to mention ambulance for the ambulance because it's just as soon, when we saw the trailer for that, it was like, are they literally going to base the entire film in the ambulance? And they pretty much, pretty much did. did. So that was quite yeah. just in terms of that being impressive, but still being but quite a good fun film. That, that wasn't even your favourite car moment in that film, though, was it? What remind me? What was wasn't that? it the the minigun in the? That's true. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The minigun in the, the lowrider car. Yeah. That was good. That was more of a little video. Or was it the, sure the huge dog movie. in the hot rod? I can't remember. It could have been. Yeah, that was. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm trying to pick things which could be big enough in terms of a concept to actually win the award rather than just a, 
an amusing little point of interest in the film. Obviously, Ecto One from Ghostbusters is that its official name in the Ghostbusters film? Ecto One, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and some nice little additions to that car in the film. I, I thought they were going to annoy me when I saw the trailers, like with the little gunner seat that spins out yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. I was like, oh, this is going to be a bit silly and a bit weird and Disney, but it did actually work. Um, House of Gucci, just because it just has all of the slightly rubbish cars from when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Including some which seem to time travel. There was an Alpha what there's a couple of Alpha one five fives that turn up. They they weren't even around when House <laughs> yeah. Gucci was supposed to be set there, but we did actually have an Alpha one five five at one point, so it had to be in there. But I think for me it's gonna have to be the car going into space. That's <laughs> of course no. How could it not be? Yeah. So they literally picked one of the shittest cars made in the last forty years and popped it into space with yeah. a couple of incredulous dudes inside it. How could that not win? So that's where I'm going to be. Yeah. Okay. I can't really disagree on that. I can't disagree nah, on that nah. either. I think you're absolutely <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I totally have that one, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> so am I doing the next award then? Yeah. Yeah, so has Ben doing it? Either of you can do it. So um, ben, ben should do it then. Okay. So the next award is to be awarded by our kid. Yeah. And it's our kid's award for the silliest fun. My favourite category. Yeah. yeah. Silliest yeah. fun. <laughs> Um, not one you'll see at the Oscars, but you'll find it here. And the <laughs> nominations are Freaky, The Suicide Squad, Cop Shop, Good job. Venom, colon, Let There Be Carnage, Ghostbusters, colon, Afterlife, Werewolves Within, and Miss Willoughby in the Haunted Bookshop. I think I know where this is going to go. Can you guess where this is going? Hmm... <laughs> Hmm. I know where it's going to probably okay. be. Okay, do you want to take a guess, the two of you, where it's going to go? <laughs> well, we'll do it that way. I say that. Time. Okay. Well, given that we're a pair of losers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silliest fun. Yeah. I mean, actually, I think you may actually go freaky or Miss Willoughby, to be to honest. You. But I think actually you're going to go Venom. I'm going to go Venom. Yeah, yeah. It's just got to be. Yeah. It was so much fun. I laughed my head off in the cinema. You did, didn't I'm, you? I'm, yeah, I did. I'm a big fan of Tom Hardy. I'm a big fan of Woody. I yeah. think it all just worked. I was a big fan of them in their relevant characters. I know you two weren't that hot on the film. No. And I, I, I think I said at the time, I totally agree with everything you said <laughs> about what was wrong with it. Yeah. But I just really, really liked it, nonetheless. Yeah. I've got a lot of love for Freaky... Ghostbusters, obviously, not not all that silly, actually, you know. But it, it it was kind of like you know, with Ghostbusters, a lot of it was the the nostalgia and looking back on stuff. Yeah, I really liked Werewolves Within. I know that was the one we watched when we were on holiday, wasn't it? And it was quite a low key Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And it was. It was just that silly fun element again. Miss Willoughby, the same sort of thing. But <laughs> That's I think, just like a random fun. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I was surprised how much we all enjoyed it. Yeah, best made for TV one for yeah. sure. <laughs> But yeah, I think Venom definitely is the runaway there. Yeah. Unless you two want to try and argue with me. No, I wouldn't do that. Like, I dare you. I, 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 yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like cold dead hand. <laughs> not going to happen. I thought it might, like I said, I thought it might have been freaky just because I know you, we all, because we all like that one and it was probably the one that, probably the one we all, the more funny one that we all liked the most. Yeah. But um, yeah, I can see why. I can, I can see why you liked it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yes. How bad does that sound? 
Uh, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> ben, any comments? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you have that. But I, I think I'd like to mention Cop Shop yeah. as, a, as a good sort of runner-up from my perspective. Yeah. Um, just because it was so silly. It was yeah. silly. It was ridiculous. It was, that's probably um, the most ridiculous. Most ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Then, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, my do, do you know what? Actually, when you haven't got in there, it was Moonfall. Oh, yeah. That is yeah, true. Yeah, I do keep forgetting about Moonfall. Yeah. Like, we were talking the other day about disaster films, and I was like, what was that one we saw that had, like, Patrick Wilson? And Ben was like, oh, yeah, I've forgotten about Cause that. Because I, so, yeah. I think probably that would go big, might be my award for the yeah. silliest one, if I had one. Yeah. I think that's an honourable mention from me for okay. Moonfall. Yeah, we've yeah. that one then. <laughs> okay, so Venom wins and Moonfall and <laughs> Cop Shop yeah. sort of loom around in the background. Yeah. yeah. Smash in. So that's pretty much all the nominations except for one. Ooh. Which is the overall favourite film. Yeah. So the nominations for this category are Nobody, Jungle Cruise, Candyman, No Time to Die, Dune, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Spider-Man, No Way Home and The Batman. Oh, well, these ain't no slashies, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, like I said, when we were talking about best comic book adaptation, I would definitely put Spider-Man No Way Home in... We've seen most of the films that we've seen in the cinema. That's generally what we try and do. Mm. That's probably been... That was my favourite film experience of the of the year. Just because of, like, the, the excitement levels and stuff like that. The bonkers reactions and, yeah. like... And it was still good. I know, yeah, I may sound like I'm, I'm down on it a bit. I think, like I said, the second time I watched it and stuff, I still enjoyed it. But then I, I almost kind of started seeing issues in it that yeah. I didn't see first time because I was over, you know, because of the whole reaction and stuff. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, in terms of favourite film, I think it's really tricky, actually, because, like, again, you know, we're, we're talking about which one's the favourite to us. Like, are we saying it's the best film? Or are we saying it's our favourite? That's where it's... I think we say it's the best one. Yeah, because I think nobody was nobody was good, but again, you know, I I, I don't necessarily feel like it was the, the the best film that we saw. I just really liked it, and I really liked how it went, and like surprising once again with Jungle Cruise, it was good fun. It was a fun fun film. Felt like a good family film. You know, you could watch it any time. You know, it's like Twister mm. kind of thing. Which we did watch we yesterday. Watched last night. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like that. Candyman, I, I, sounds funny. I, I, I may change my mind after uh, after tonight, watching it again, because I've still got questions in my own mind about it, mm. to be honest. And watching it again, I'm going to, like, yeah. No Time to Die is interesting, because it's probably the one I've seen most out of those. And I actually think, and I haven't really said it, and I didn't really say it in the, in the when we were talking about franchise and superhero ones, because to be honest, that really felt more like a superhero kind, of, kind of like comic book thing to me more than, more than franchise. It was a really good film, and I think it was a really good. It was a really good Bond film for me. 
Yeah, and, and it's probably one I think about. And I, I've seen, I saw it, what, three times in the cinema? And I could watch it again now because I really enjoyed it. There's a lot I liked about that film. Uh, and the same with June, actually. I've seen that twice now. It's a long, old film. And I, I, I think it's, I think it's got a lot of depth to it. Past just like the visuals, as you said, and you know, uh, everyone's really good in it, and the story, it, and it almost like for me though, it doesn't. I know I could be way off. It doesn't feel complete to me, and I know it's a part one of two. It doesn't feel complete, and that, that yeah. I think that that just takes it out of that favour yeah, to me. Been, yeah, been. it has a bit, and I'm, I'm probably wrong with that, but I think. You know, and I haven't, surprisingly, haven't said anything about Ghostbusters Afterlife yet. Because Ghostbusters Afterlife I, it was really good fun, but it, but it definitely played on the nostalgia. Yeah. You know, it felt like a film for me, and it probably was one of my favourite films, but I know it was, I know, well, long way it wasn't the best film, but I really liked it. And Batman, so I haven't said much about Batman, and I feel like I need to watch that again as well. But I think... Even though this was out, this would be odd. Even though I didn't necessarily put it in the in the best films, I'd probably say that's right up there in my favourite of the year. Mm. I didn't put it in my best comic book adaptation because, like I said earlier, it felt more like that was a a new kind of thing. What was original? What was you know? What was new for me? What was yeah. you know? Whereas that was a really good film. What do you think? I'll, you know, I'll, I'll come back to what I. Well, I would say for me, it's between Batman and Spider-Man. Really? Yeah, I really like, I think I really like all of the others. And I think Dune has a lot of merit because of the visuals and everything we basically said earlier on about Dune. It's, it's a very, very good film. Ghostbusters the same as you I've got a lot of affection for yeah. but I don't know that necessarily it was the one that I liked the most all year the Batman I think was the best film that I've seen this year I've seen it twice at the cinema and I really liked everything about it I know it drags a little at the end but actually I decided that didn't matter but I think that does fit well within the comic adaptation because yeah. of how comic it was in terms of its visual style but Spider-Man, I, I can't quite get past that thing of experience at the cinema. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed watching Spider-Man. And I actually got quite emotional at how emotional people were. Yeah, yeah. You know, there were a no, couple no. of moments where things happened. And I honestly almost burst out crying when people cheered. Yeah. In a way that they cheered when I went to see Endgame and I thought, Ugh, idiots. But when Spider-Man, <laughs> yeah. I actually was like, oh, yeah. that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and I just really liked it. And and there were really cool things in it, like how good Tom Holland is in it as yeah. Spider-Man, how good Willem Dafoe was yeah. as the Green Goblin again. Yeah. And yeah, I think it is between those two. I think Batman will edge it just because it's Batman. Mm. But I think that that's the reasons why, out of all of those films, I think those, I would say, were my two favourites. One for being my favourite film and the other for being my favourite experience at the pictures this year. So that's why the Batman just... Ben? Okay, you're all wrong. It's Jungle Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's June. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just June for me. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't really say much more. <clears throat> um... 
the interesting thing about No Time to Die, and I have this, I've had this with all of the more recent Bond films, the Daniel Craig ones. After I've watched them, I can't remember a thing that happened. Mm. It's weird. Mm. They seem to have a weird effect on me. So I'm sure it's a great film and I'll watch mm. it again and I'll be like, yeah, this is great. But I can't remember what happened. So, yeah, for me, it's going to have to be due. Okay. Hmm. This is tricky. How do we thrash this one out? So what did you say as your final I didn't. <laughs> but I think it might have been No Time to Die. Mm. But you nearly convinced me with Spider-Man because of what you're saying. Yeah. I think maybe I need to pick a, pick a thing was actually related to the podcast and what my favourite film was in related to podcast experience. I know it's random. It doesn't necessarily fit in with what it is, but that's what it is for me and it's probably Spider-Man No Way Home then. Okay. Okay. So are we saying it's Spider-Man? Then mm, I don't know, are we? Is it really better than June? No. That's <laughs> the problem. I don't... Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if it is a better film than June. It's not. Depends whether you're looking like short-term or long-term. Like, like you're saying, if yeah. you're saying it's the best one I had at the cinema this year... I think we need to kind of like pick on something like that that would, that, that yeah. like brings us together on it. Maybe we need to bring it back towards the podcast and yeah. and think what yeah. what was your favourite podcast experience? What was your favourite podcast experience film? And that for me, it's Spider Man No Way Home. And the problem is the record books would just show well their favourite film, Spider Man No Way yeah. Home. Maybe that's just where it needs to be. Maybe I'm gonna say <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, Should well. we do it? Ben, how do you feel about that? Do you are you annoyed uh, with us? Should we give June an honourable mention? Yeah, that could have the silver award. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring out grades for this one. And then uh, Batman could be joint silver. <laughs> <laughs> Batman could be bronze. Okay. So shall I read out our list of nominations in case you want to shout me down and change your mind? Yeah. Well, on the socials, if people want to shout, shout, shout us down. Yeah. Yeah. So the Visual Treat Award winner is June. The Most Original Concept Award winner is Malignant. The Pull Your Finger Out Hollywood Award goes to Free Guy and The Lost City Joint Award. The Star Turn Award goes to Bob Odenkirk, Nobody. The Plank of Wood Award for Worst Performance goes to Sandra Bullock, The Lost City. The Best Horror Film Award goes to Malignant. The Best Comic Book Adaptation or Superhero Franchise Film goes to The Batman. The best artwork from the Jables Team Award goes to Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with Venom as an honourable mention. The Ben's Award for Best Use of Cars goes to the space band Pontiac Fiero. <laughs> the Arcade Award for Silliest Fun goes to Venom, of course. And then the overall favourite film goes to Spider-Man No Way Home with June as an honourable mention. How's all that then? That's good. I was just about to say, it's a good job you wrote those down or we'd have We'd never know what our favourite <laughs> no, no, uh, Not at all. I pretty much, I, I, when you read it out, it's like, is that what we were for? Did we go for that? I can't remember. Oh, we recorded it as well. Yeah. So we'll, be able to find out. well, it's been a good year. It has. Let's, um, let, let's, let's hope for more good years going forward. Let's yeah. hope the films are better next year. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had a great run with all of them. But then going through a lot of these, I've, I've really enjoyed 
more than I thought. When, yeah. when I first thought about doing the awards, I thought, oh, we're going to do some <laughs> rubbish films we've watched. But actually, there's been some really good stuff. Well, we're going to watch another film now. We're going to watch a classic, so... Yeah. Well, we're going to watch two, aren't we? Because we're going to watch... We're going to watch the newer Candyman and then we're going to watch the old Candyman. Yeah. Compare and contrast. Yeah, and then maybe you have to go back and retrospectively change one of the awards. Yeah, so we might be back. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for joining us over the last year, if you've been there. And um, if you want to get in touch... You will have to email (laughs) us. Hello at justsojables.com go to the website just justsojables.com or social media at justsojables I'm going to get much better at social media yeah. over the next year that's my Jables year Jum- resolution yeah. is to get better at the socials Excellent. have you got any Jables resolutions? I have we talked about them earlier when we were having curry okay. we start doing production stuff it's going to be amazing <laughs> yeah Ben have you got any Jables resolutions? Uh, no I'm just going to carry on just good. being brilliant just being awesome yeah yeah thanks ben thanks professor x <laughs> <laughs> can i take a photo of you in the chair for the no. socials <laughs> brilliant uh, well um, thanks everyone are you going to play us out on the oh uh, yeah, yeah. How do, what, what do you want sorry ben you just have loads it. of medicine to do on <laughs> you know it's going to be a nightmare don't you at least you've got lots of medicine yeah what do you want just something flourishing like a kind of late 1970s um, talk show at Hazel Music. <laughs> How does the Jables tune go? That sounds scary. Just so jables.